live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Modern Feminine Conversation. I'm Amy Granat, your host and founder of Strong Soft Wild Programs for Feminine Embodiment. I am so excited to be with you on Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you are having a wonderful day with friends and family and truly enjoying the holiday and getting into the holiday spirit. I have a great show for you today because my dear, dear friend Janelle Hoyland is back with me. Welcome, yes. Chanel. Yay. I'm so excited because we're doing this right before the holiday season, like yes. Christmas and New Year's and starting the brand new year. I know. All yeah. Of, yeah. And we have so we have so much ground to cover oh, for you I, yeah. and a really good, a very important conversation. So if you missed our episode from a couple of weeks ago, please go back and listen to it because there's going to be some threads that we're going to kind of go into that we kind of started talking about there. So that was, I think, episode two, Need Versus Want. So definitely go back and listen to that. But Janelle is a Soul Pathway Healer, international best-selling author, visionary, business and life transformation specialist. And I love your vision because I just think it just, it always <laughs> hits me. Every time I read it, I'm just like, yes. So her vision is for all to have a real shut the front door, miracle after miracle, laughing while creating your life so much that you shine so bright that the stars get lost. I just love yes. it. It's fantastic. <laughs> so it just fantastic. makes me excited and happy. So I just, I love to read it. It's effervescent. It's like champagne. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's like kind of leads into like this whole concept around what we were talking about last time, which was need versus want, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I remember, you know, one of our earlier conversations, we were talking about intimacy and we were talking about like, I'm like, well, just let it go, you know, yeah. and just go all in and whatever it looks like, it looks like, you know, and, and, you know, speaking about physical intimacy with another person, you know, and, and we had both, you know, I know for myself had been in a relationship where that was kind of controlled mm-hmm. and micromanaged and only allowed to do certain yeah, things. Yeah, it was very limiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, both of us had the same kind of manifested differently, but it's same type of situation where it was just very limited and no, there was no freedom in it. Yeah, right. No freedom of expression, no freedom of anything. Really. No. And, and going into what do you want? Yeah. You know, there was no question around that or, and it was always just feeling, uh, you know, a need in the other person. Like I felt like I was always feeling a need in the other person, mm-hmm. you know, in my relationship. And this, this part about me, this, this, un, um, not reined in part of me, then that's what we talked about. Yeah. Where I was like, no, just do it. Do it the way that you want to do. <laughs> just whatever messiness it looks like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And I think in in especially for women in intimacy and in the bedroom and stuff like that, we, we're always like, you know, especially in long term relationships, I think we try to, you know, control ourselves Mm or or maybe be good (laughs) be the good girl you know that's kind of one of those acceptable forms of being female is you know you're you're the mom or you're the good girl or right those are kind of just the most acceptable forms so to be the wild woman um is not really it's not socially acceptable right yeah and we're and and it's difficult to talk about because it's not Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, everyone's different, different around that topic. You know, some, some 
some women have a very extreme version of that and that's what they're comfortable with. Yeah. You know, and I typically like to be in long-term relationships mm-hmm. and a committed relationship. And so that's kind of naturally my vibe and it can lead towards some complacency sometimes in relationship, mm. but I'm very fiery as you know, like yes. I'm, I'm, I'm an all in kind of person, you know, I like all hands on deck, you know, <laughs> like I'm not holding back. This is what, you know, I'm very, very open-minded when it comes to a lot of things, but I have very clear boundaries and I think that's the key, but I'm also not feeling that, that, uh, need in me, meaning yeah, it's a physical need. You could look at it like that. But when the when the want, the desire goes undone or unsaid or unexpressed, it goes into need. And then you're right. past the point of resolution. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the key words you said there, especially in long-term relationships, because I'm the same way, I'd prefer to be in a, in a relationship as opposed to dating multiple people. That's not comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think the complacency was as a really key word where it's just, you just stop putting... And, you know, there might be limitations. There might be reasons that you're not able to kind of put more energy into it or, but a lot of times that is what happens. Just get complacent. It is what it is. It's just, you know, you're on autopilot. And so there's no like reigniting. There's no putting more energy. There's no reimagining even yeah. what that part of the relationship could be like. And so it just kind of becomes really stagnant. Yeah. 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 And, and I think we naturally in a couple situation desire that fire and that passion to be there. But like I said, I think, you know, women, we, you know, we judge our bodies a lot. We, we look at, you know, situations like, well, I could never do that particular thing, that sexual act or that expression. I couldn't do that. That's taboo. Mm -hmm. Well, not saying you should try everything because everything's not going to be a great fit for you, but (laughs) you know, the, the freedom of expression in that way, you know, like, well, how do you know if you didn't even look at what it is that you want. Right. Because you might want that. You might. You, you know, and you know, with the like 50 shades of gray thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like you might want to be dominated. Who knows? How do you know? You haven't been there. And most women won't even talk about it. No, no. They won't even say, Hey, this is what I desire. This is what I want. Yep. Exactly. That's like, they can't even get to that point again, because it's taboo. You're not supposed to talk about that. And as a woman, you're supposed to be the good girl. (laughs) And so you're not supposed to have desire outside of the very basic fundamental, you know, act itself. So you're not, you, you, so talking about it outside of that is just not an option. Oh yeah. And so you're going to read about it in your home on your book (laughs) and not do anything and not do anything and be like, oh my gosh, this is actually, I'm I'm connecting with this and that freaks me out because I don't want to connect with it or I should not want to connect with it. Should not want to. And I remember that was like one of our first conversations Mm -hmm. where I was like, you know, yeah, have hot, messy sex and just do it. Just have some fun. Just have some fun and relax and get to know yourself in that way. Especially if you've been repressed and you're leaving a toxic relationship. I think it's very important to find yourself again because you've been dictated by a person who doesn't or is not invested in anything that you want or need. Right. Absolutely. And so you suppress. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of women, you know, like, like we said, you know, they, they'll read something, they'll look at something and they'll like push it aside and like, oh yeah, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. You know, but what, it's okay for 
the guy to talk about it. Exactly. Like, I had this conversation with someone super recently <laughs> about like, okay, so if we, if a woman enjoys sex, and I'm even talking about in the context of a, of a one-on-one relationship where you're not dating a bunch of people, even just within the context of a monogamous relationship, if the woman talks about enjoying sex, she's a slut, yeah. basically. Yeah. But it's okay. It's just normal for a man to enjoy sex and want to talk about it. So I'm like, that's a huge double standard. And what it really does for the woman is it makes us repress and hold ourselves back tremendously yes. because we feel no freedom to be who we are because we don't want to be labeled as something that appears negative. Right. And you know, the soul, the soul part of that goes that, you know, your, your soul doesn't know any limits or any separation between, you know, beings or people or this or that. And so your soul has had all kinds of experiences. You know, my, one of my favorite jokes in the world is to say, we've all been prostitutes and priests. So if you think that you're innocent, <laughs> quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. You've yeah. been all things, all times, all spaces. And, you know, it's just the limitations of this reality that keep you in that space and bound up and what you're supposed to learn and not learn. And part of the learning sometimes is the freedom of expression and what that form is. And, uh, you know, this, this whole movement around divine masculine, divine feminine happening, you know, I have for the first time in my life have more male clients than I have female clients and I find that really really interesting um, because a lot of our conversations are around them understanding how to love Mm. and receive Mm -hmm. love yes on a soul level but also on a mental and and an emotional level yeah you know and and they're having a significant hard time doing that and, and embodying that and taking that in and it's been remarkable to me to see. But on the flip of that, I see women that are going the other extreme yeah. and going into need. I need, 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 need. And then trying to fill a void. Yes, absolutely. Them. Absolutely. And yeah, I, it's, it is interesting that you have mostly male clients. And, I, <laughs> uh, and even in this conversation of the divine masculine feminine, I've had more conversations with men mm-hmm. about this than I have with women yeah. and their openness and their intrigue to it is very interesting to me as well because it is such a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And typically for me, you know, I, in my work, I'm more masculine mm-hmm. um, because I dominate the energy in the space because that's my role. Right. Um, you know, and in my relationships, I tend to have a balance there, but in my previous relationship, there was not a balance, you know, it's expected to be the arm candy basically. Yeah. And just be quiet and look good. Yeah. And I was the complete opposite where I was actually in the masculine role and, and I was taking care of everything and I was basically managing everything that was going on. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's why this conversation between you and I is so valid and relevant is because we do come from those different perspectives within a very, uh, interesting controlled situation. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, as men are understanding their divine feminine and we as women are understanding our divine masculine, there's going to be extremes in the two worlds. Absolutely. You know, I'm seeing that happen right now. And I think with, with intimacy and, and, you know, getting to understand what your wants and desires are versus that need. That's why I'm saying that need it turns into a need when you don't address the want. Right. The, the want being what, what makes me happy? Mm-hmm. What makes me feel joy, elation, um, completeness, 
without filling a void. And I think a lot of women go into the sex of the extreme, the extreme part of sex being, I'm filling a void within me because I need to feel complete because someone else wants me in this way. Mm -hmm. And I see it sometimes with a lot of my female clients, that opposite spectrum of, oh, I'm just going to go crazy and just do whatever because I feel so empty inside. I don't feel wanted or valued. You know, yes, absolutely. And, and I think that's a really important point and, and especially with the women in needing to fulfill that void because they are so, they're so depleted mm-hmm. from ignoring their wants for so long mm-hmm. that everything is a need now. Like yeah. I need, 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 need. Yeah. And it, it almost does kind of go into like a psychosis. Like you kind of go crazy yeah. because you don't, you're, you're in that just very almost animalistic part of yourself (laughs) just like I just need 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 and I need to grab on and grab a hold and like the want and the you know like this the whisper of the soul you cannot even hear it at that point no because you're in that other space and yeah you know that goes into like how you view your you know your body and you know I you saw my post that I did the other day about me being in you know bikini just fully owning it because there's this part for me in the spiritual arena that you know, so, oh, well, you know, if you show yourself that way, then you're not spiritually connected. Right. Yes. And I'm a blending of the two worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a crap. Like, this is what it is. Like, we are in this reality. It's a third dimensional reality. And yes, I'm a soul and I have higher vibrations and I came here to move a lot of crap. So I'm going to do that in whatever way that fits. Mm-hmm. And so if it means that, then it means that. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was about me yep. owning me. It was me on me. Yes. And I find that whenever I'm fully expressing myself that it allows for other people to see that and then go oh it's okay it's safe it's, yes it's okay. it gives them it's almost gives them permission yeah yeah to say okay that's that's not as scary as it seems like. right and I can you know even if it's like a you know taking a one percent step into <laughs> right. this, this person that you know that you're supposed to be it, right it opens the door for you right it, it and the does. thing is, is I think you know we talked about this last time that most people don't know what their loves are or mm-hmm. what their wants yeah. are you know and uh, you know the wants you know for me um you know, sometimes they're flowers, you know, as simple as buying myself some flowers or, um, buying myself some chocolate or just sitting outside underneath the tree. That's a want for me, mm-hmm. like putting my feet in the water, taking a, a nice bath, having a nice glass of wine or having conversation with girlfriends, you know, or feeding my spiritual connection, you know, through meditation or, uh, reading a great book and being very clear on those wants and, and addressing those on a soul level feeds that void within you and that's what society doesn't give you Mm -hmm. absolutely and there was a post that you made the other day that was talking about you know being around other people and making it you be feeling drained and it's Mm -hmm. not that the other person's draining you it's that you're removed from source yes and I like I loved that so much it's like oh my gosh this is such (laughs) a great point because we do tend to say oh I'm in this situation and they're just draining my energy right actually it's so not what's going on it's that you're so far removed from that and part of that is being removed from your own wants yeah and identifying with them and so you're in these situations with other people and you're basically giving 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 Mm -hmm. because they have their needs and wants that are coming at you all the time and then you're just completely depleted and it's because you don't have the boundaries in place of Mm -hmm. this is what I want and if you're going into a situation with other people this is what I want in this situation this is what I want from this relationship this is what I want from this activity or event we have no idea we're just going into it 
with zero intention mm-hmm. and just being completely open to whatever the other person's need is. Right. And so then you move into the other other person's uh, vibration or energy or whatever, and then you become depleted. Well, is that the other person's fault? Exactly. <laughs> and 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 most of the conversation is around it's the other person's fault. Yeah. And protect like, yourself. Well, yeah, yeah. Get protect some more yourself. crystals. Yeah, exactly. Get more crystals. Yourself. Do more protective, you know, <laughs> spells on yourself, whatever the case might be. And I'm just like, no, it's actually you just need to be have that connection with source and understand what your wants are mm-hmm. in all the situations that you're going into. And then just living them out. Like you're not going to have to consciously think about this all the time. It's just going to become a natural thing because you're going to be in touch with it. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree with that because that's again going to that, I'm an empty vessel, so everything else is going to pour into me. And so you walk into the party, you walk into your friend's house and they have a bad day. Well, of course you're going to take that in because you're empty. So there's... It's going to go to the next empty vessel it could find. Exactly. That may be you. Yes. And so that's not your friend's fault. Your friend just is expressing. They're having a bad day. <laughs> their bad day it has nothing to do with you. Mm-mm. But then you get into judgment about that person's bad day. And you can see where that turns the whole cycle of events. And then you're feeling like crap. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, fill yourself up first. Exactly. Exactly. How about that? Yeah. And so when it comes back to, you know, in the intimate relationships, where are you at with your intimacy with yourself first mm-hmm. before you even go into a relationship with yeah. someone? Like, do you have any connection to your own intimacy with yourself before right. you go into that relationship? Right. And can you speak that? Like, can you say like, yeah, today I'm feeling off because, you know, I probably did too much yesterday and I didn't give myself enough of what mm-hmm. I needed, you know, working too hard or serving other people too much, mm-hmm. you know? can you give yourself permission to have that time, you know, to, to have that space of separateness and, and feel okay. You know, cause one of the questions that came up for me, because I was relating to this, cause there's a large energy of love coming in and, uh, I was relating to it as an outside situ- situation, but it's really an internal situation. And then the question became, well, how do I feel safe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do I feel safe? What, and I've always looked to circumstances or events to create that safety for me. Mm-hmm. And the reflection back from the universe was, what if safety is not relative to a person, place, or thing? Yeah. Then what? Yeah. yeah. Then it exists inside of you. Mm-hmm. So how do you access that safety? Exactly. And that's one of the, I think in, in, in practice for myself, that's one of the biggest things that I find, especially just with most people have just so much different, so many different types of trauma leading yeah. up to where they are today. And so, and especially relating from childhood, it's like, well, how did you find that kind of felt sense of safety within yourself instead of mm-hmm. having to reach for food or having to reach for a person or having to reach for involvement in something, whatever the case may be, however it is that you're soothing that or distracting from it. Right. And most of them don't have any concept of how to self-soothe. Mm-hmm. And it's also that they're their nervous systems are so on edge that there's not, there's no way to access it. And except in a very, very slow progression to get to the point where that calms down, then they feel actually safe within themselves instead of needing the external source to create that safety for them. Yeah. It's almost like a, it's, I hate to use the word epidemic, but it kind of feels that way to some degree that most people do not feel safe Mm -hmm. within themselves. 
as themselves. No, it's a very true statement. Yeah. And and I think that like we were talking about before with the sex and intimacy part, that goes to that place. If you don't feel safe within yourself, then you are not going to express yourself mm-hmm. in, in a want or desire in the bedroom with someone else. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you, you don't feel safe innately. Yes. So and it's a very vulnerable situation. Yeah. So if you're going into it without feeling safe, you're not going to be able to open up mm-hmm. um, emotionally in within that vulnerability in that intimate setting because you don't feel that in yourself and you're not going to get that from the other person. Right. You might feel like you're getting it, but you're not. You're getting kind of a false sense of that based yeah. on their whatever energy they're giving off, but it's not coming from within. So as soon as you leave that situation, that's going to come back up again. So you're going to like, okay, well, I need to go back there again and get it again and get it again it's almost like getting a hit like a dopamine hit almost it is yeah Yeah, because in in truth it does it releases endorphins in the brain absolutely that yeah but you know it's it's a funny thing because if you're if you're coming to a person who is empty as well then how are you getting full yeah you're not you're not at all (laughs) yeah and then what if you bring that whole self to the relationship and then what does that do hmm yeah. That becomes some yummy juiciness. Yeah. That's like a whole other. That's like. <laughs> that's like a whole other level of wow. <laughs> that's, that's what I call freaking fantastic. Let's, <laughs> let's do that. I'll have some more of that. Yeah. Please. I'll have some more of that because you're coming into it as your whole self. They're coming into it as their whole self as much as possible. Obviously we're all on a journey of creating wholeness every single day, but right. you're coming into it with the, with an actual connection to the wholeness of self. Right. And right. what that creates, because then you go back to the need and the want conversation. You're not trying to fulfill a need within that situation <laughs> now because you're, you can come now open with your want. Right. Exactly. And be able to state it. And are you, are you open to expressing yourself, you know, and and saying, this is how I feel. And that true vulnerability of not attached to how the person receives that Mm -hmm. or the expectation of the uh, conversation around that or whatever it is, you know, usually we say something because, you know, like I feel X, Y, Z, because we need the other person to validate i.e. fill a void within us yes yes by them acknowledging that okay i i see and i understand that you feel that way well you may still feel that way and they may say i don't understand yeah but that doesn't change the fact that you're feeling that way just because they don't understand it so Mm -hmm. it really truly is can you accept how you feel or whatever your want or need is in that moment regardless of how they're going to respond to you right yeah completely that's totally in essence this whole need versus want thing yeah you, you know that going into the want or the desire is really living in the the flow and the rhythm with the universe mm. and and yourself and and also in partnerships and relationships it, it's finding that that ebb and that flow between with between the two people so that you can express the, and they're not always going to be the same at the same time, but can you move together and have that intimacy and have that vulnerability? Because the vulnerability part is the most important aspect to it. Can you witness yourself in that space without feeling like, a freak out moment's going to happen or, or I'm going to be like not wanted or, or whatever you've experienced in your, in your past, you know? And I think, um, you know, the, the fact of the man versus the woman thing and us kind of switching roles a little bit is redefining how our relationships look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's part of the discomfort Mm -hmm. right now is that, and I don't know what I was thinking about earlier today. I think I was just thinking about 
just living and moving forward in life and I don't know what it looks like Mm -hmm. but I I want to just experience it (laughs) and so it's kind of the same thing for you know this the the role thing that's all the things that are happening right now with the energy is that we don't really know what this looks like because this is not happening this hasn't happened before no. so we don't know what the outcome is going to be so it's like how open can you be to ex- just experiencing life as it comes and mm-hmm. flowing with it and not trying to control every aspect of it and you know be open with that vulnerability to let it play out or be stuck in the fear and be and, stuck in and, fear and do nothing and, do and nothing. just be paralyzed yep just be paralyzed to shut down like nope this is too uncomfortable for me I don't want it things to change and that's I mean that's okay that that's is it okay that's too. absolutely a choice there's no judgment around no, that we get it all. change is scary especially yeah. when it's in the completely unknown in the complete unknown but there's an there's an element of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah baby steps yeah baby, baby steps baby it's steps. like you don't have to overhaul your whole life in one day <laughs> no <laughs> leave that for the experts like yeah. me <laughs> exactly we'll jump in there and overhaul our whole lives in one yeah. day and then we'll, in one day and then we'll tell you how that went exactly so, <laughs> you do not have to do that well, but just the openness to it yeah and I think you know the whole thing around like for me I get the added advantage like I get snippets of my own life and like the future mm-hmm. you know and so in a, in a way it's not fair because yeah, it's it's great because I can see this picture, but then I have no idea what the steps, what the steps are. To are. Yeah. So I still have to learn like everyone else doesn't. Yeah. But I just get the added bonus of a dangling carrot in front of my face. Yeah. So I don't know which one is better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like is that better yeah. or the unknowing is better? I'm not sure which one. I know exactly what you mean because I am like the I'm the uh, kind of a vision person, and so I have a hard time with steps. Uh-huh. Um, but I can see big pictures, <laughs> so I can see these things out here. Yeah. And I have no idea what it means to get there and so my tendency is I want to force that to happen Uh, or I want to like okay how can I how can I maneuver things so that I can get there because I see this out here yeah and so like the vulnerability of releasing the need to control and always be in action mode because the masculine is just has been such my tendency like I always need to be in action so releasing that and allowing myself to receive the steps as they come Mm -hmm. um in order to get there as opposed to having to do it myself completely yeah yeah and and that all that is also a reflection of balancing that male female aspect you know um within yourself Mm -hmm. uh because yeah i'm you know we we we're the same that way i'm a total action person like i'm gonna do it let's make it happen let's go let's go 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 because i got that dangling carrot in front of my face that's going yay it's fantastic um but but the reality is that the steps are just as important Mm -hmm. to find that slower pace rhythm and that's receiving yeah and I think we talked about this a little bit on the last show the difficulty that we all have with receiving Mm -hmm. and receiving is a very feminine energy (laughs) (laughs) completely and so then we come back to the vulnerability and the intimacy and if you're going into partnership with someone in a sexual relationship you have to be open to as a woman you have to be open to receive yeah. And, you know, then it comes the body, the whole body image thing and the being able to sp- express your wants because that's how you receive is by mm-hmm. doing that yeah. and how difficult it is for women to do that. Well, yeah. And, and the whole thing around, can you be present and, and be in the experience of what you're actually doing? Yeah. Can, can you let yourself enjoy? 
that's another good word. (laughs) (laughs) Can you let yourself enjoy without trying to rush the process or you have this preconceived idea of what it's supposed to look and feel like and actually just be in the moment regardless of how it goes. (laughs) Like it doesn't matter. There's not some, you know, thing, there shouldn't be some like, I shouldn't say should, but you know, there's, we don't want to approach it with, there's this thing that we're trying to attain with it. It's Mm -hmm. like everything in within life is, are you in the moment and able to enjoy and receive and allow and appreciate what's happening right now right as opposed to trying to get to the next event exactly and that's the whole thing around the sex part of it is can you just enjoy the experience yeah and receive what it is that you're supposed to receive yes you know and 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 it is a vulnerability when you get to that place and i you know i've talked with a lot of women around like you know the sexuality and the you know intimacy and orgasm and stuff like that and that is a receiving it's a receiving of your your energy back to yourself yeah Exactly. But you attribute it to sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But what, what it really is, is a flow of energy. Yeah. And a massive flow of energy, depending yes. on how open you are to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's one of, remember, that was one of our first conversations. It was one of our first conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and we barely knew each other. That's we really what... did actually barely know each other. We'd only probably hung out one or two times before that. And then we launched into this big conversation, like a very vulnerable conversation, yes. actually. Yes. And, but it was such a, it was such a good conversation it because was. I mean, and, and speaking for myself, I had never really had those kind of conversations before. So talking about other women out there not able to have those conversations, I was not able to have those conversations and never did because of like the preconceived ideas like I shouldn't be talking about this. I shouldn't I shouldn't have any kind of want outside of, you know, this and like you it's just taboo and you don't you don't go there. Right. And the liberation of having full conversation and being mm-hmm. really vulnerable and saying this is how I'm feeling or this is what's going through my mind or I'm unsure about this or I'm scared about this and I don't really know how to navigate these waters because I've never been here before. Right. What am I supposed to do? And basically the answer was you don't have to do anything, just let go. Yes. Just let go. Yeah, and that's what exactly and I said to you. Enjoy and be in whatever moment that you're in. Just let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it and I remember it very cl- clearly for me because it it was like this whole for me, it was witnessing you really step in and open up and allow and receive like you were receiving from me but I was also receiving from you because for me it was uh saying this this is my truth yeah this is this is how I feel right and being able to talk with you about that allowed me to say hey this is how I feel about sex and this is how mm-hmm. I relate to it yeah you know versus not in the spiritual community just like yeah you don't talk about that because it means you're not spiritual and it's oh. like no there's such a huge or spiritual connection exactly right? <laughs> exactly <laughs> like there's such a huge spiritual aspect to sexuality and sex and and yes. it itself that we don't talk about and so it's like if you don't talk about it you're missing this whole beautiful aspect of this gift that we've been given to experience yeah. And it is a gift that we've been given to experience. We just don't look at it that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, we don't. We, we don't, don't look at, at it that way at all. No. And, and I have discovered for myself, and I don't know about you, but for myself, it's a very, um, I've discovered it's a, a very vulnerable thing for me to allow someone to see me that way. I, yes. And I've very. appreciated that journey yeah. a lot. Yeah. 
it's been nice. <laughs> it's weird to say nice with vulnerability because we associate vulnerability, but I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy getting to know different pieces of myself mm -hmm. and different parts of myself that have been dormant or are growing. Yeah. You know, and um, I think that the act of discovery or the uh, want or desire around learning more about myself is key to everything that I do. But you know, I think from, that's why I said for most women, you know, we have this whole thing around, you know, controlled environments, you know, yeah. and, um, and then I have other women that are around me that are the opposite and <laughs> totally free <laughs> and <laughs> that's their thing. That's their jam, but it, <laughs> they're, they it, are there. It's, it's filling yeah. a void, yeah. you know, you yeah. know, especially, you know, some of my conversations as of lately, but <laughs> and those will be for another time, maybe the after hour show. Yes. Um, <laughs> we need to do an after hour show. Yeah, I see that, I, I see that coming. Right. Yeah. There, there needs to be that. But, you know, I think that it's this whole, um, uh, you know, opening and allowing and, you know, want, desire, need. Which place are you feeding within yourself? Yeah. And especially right now, because there's so many things coming at us and we're so busy and we're so focused on you know giving and serving and which you should be but not if you're already depleted yeah it does no one any good mm -mm. to come from that place you yeah. know and speaking of they're bringing to me this week uh i was uh, at this other place that uh, I help out with sometimes and uh i laughed and the girl that was next to me she goes oh that was a fake laugh and i'm like no it wasn't <laughs> I don't do fake laughs. I don't do fake anything. It's like, uh, no, it's either a laugh or it's nothing. Or, it's not, or I'm not going to make a noise. You get and, and you know one of my good friends said to me, "Oh, well, I guess you're all or nothing." Yeah, it's all or nothing with me. That's all you yeah. get. There's no in between. Yeah. So it's either a hundred percent or it's nothing. That's all you get. Yeah. So and, and that's just how it's always been for me. But it, it comes from this place of I've filled myself up, and when I'm not, then I ask myself, like I just said, you know, around what is safety. What is that for me? What have I always defined that with? I've defined safety by someone else making me feel safe mm -hmm. my whole life. And I came from abandonment as a child. So naturally, your natural tendency is to look for someone to validate that in you. Absolutely. So yes. I decided to let that crap go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nope, I don't need that anymore. Done. Yeah. I'm going to find that within myself. Yeah. Because then wherever you are, you are safe. Yeah. Yes. Instead of always feeling that on edge again, you know, feeling in the body where you don't ever feel safe. And so you're on alert all the time and you're looking for, is this place safe? Or, you know, even if you're out at a restaurant, where's the safest place to sit in the restaurant? I mean, even <laughs> stuff like that. And you may not be thinking about that consciously, but subconsciously you are always looking for a place of safety. Mm -hmm. And so fear is driving you yeah. in all the decisions you're making. And if fear is driving you, you can't be vulnerable. You can't be intimate and you can't be open because you are going to be closed off to some degree. Completely. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole core issue, you know? Um, but I think, you know, as we move into this new year, the twenties, as I mm -hmm. call them, yeah. back to the roaring twenties, <laughs> back to the roaring twenties, you know, think about that time period. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> what was going on? Yeah, there was a lot of, yeah, there was a lot of shifting and yeah. a lot of, you know, exploring yes. and a lot of exploring self, a lot of exploring freedom, yeah. um, wants and desires and all, there was a lot of exploring happening. Yeah, yeah, Exploring totally. the unknown. Yeah, And totally. this is kind of, kind of what it feels like we're going into is an exploration of the unknown because we're going to see shifts and we're going to see a world that hasn't existed before. Right. And we get to co-create it mm-hmm. if we so choose. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, the, the, and to go into a little bit of background around what's happening, not to go too far in depth in it, but the, like the astro, astrological part of it is that the planets and the way that they've moved over the past two years has never happened before right. in all history. And so what we're going into is un, uh, there is not a astrological record of where the planets are aligning in history. Which is just like unheard of. Yeah. And you, you, you kind of do just like, I have no words for this. So, what is nobody knows nobody knows yeah so by the planets it's just if you get scientific just by the planets the way that they're aligning is forcing forcing the issue of you don't know yourself mm. so how are you going to become what you don't know ask yeah ask who am i what do i need what do, what do i need what am i trying to fill what do i want what do i desire all of that is up for grabs and you know, what we spent the last two years doing was letting go of past karma oh, and man, purging yeah. and purging, like lifetimes purging of stuff, yes. lots of ancestral lineage yes. stuff, Just family history, family history, all of it, all of it up yeah. for grabs, you know? And for me, I'm like thrilled. I'm beyond. I'm like, can, can I have a slice of more of that now? Let's let's do it. Let's roll. Let's keep going. I'm ready I'm like to light the, it on fire. I just feel like like the layers of stuff that have like I feel like a lighter person than I was two years ago. It's like <laughs> yeah, I might weigh the same physically, but I feel like a lighter person than I was two years ago. Just the stuff and just yeah. like the, the clearness of being able to see, even if it's like you know yeah yes I don't know what's gonna happen. I know there's there's all kinds of changes happening, but I feel like I can see yeah. Yeah. a way forward yes yeah and I feel completely free yeah. like I feel such freedom it's like crazy I know Unreal. I'm even thinking back to like when we first met and um <laughs> and we were talking afterwards and I don't remember I don't even maybe it was this the second time that we were together and we were having this conversation <laughs> and you were talking about how you could fill my walls up yeah and um and I feel I still feel some of them still there but it's so much different than it oh, was yeah like, oh my gosh I mean just like the the releasing stuff and the tearing those walls down and saying I just want to be free and experience this life whatever it's gonna throw at me I'm ready to let's just go let's go let's roll yeah. right and and I'm I ready. think in in my reflection to you you know I I felt like I was going into unknown territory I did the walls weren't there for me as much as it was like I don't I don't I don't know yeah it was just right I don't, I don't, I don't know. know what's going to happen I don't know what's I don't know what's coming I mean for me to be in the dark is weird <laughs> you know it's, yes. it's like shutting off all the lights and I'm like a blind person kind of going and to me I relate that to how a normal person feels without vision mm-hmm. <laughs> so right it kind of feels like that and I related to it like that and I had to go to that shadow darkness place and what's inside of me in order to figure out what the backstory was happening so that I can emerge. And that was not filling that void. I didn't fill that void. I Mm -hmm. allowed that dark shut off place to happen within me and go into that shadow and go into that fear and go into that drama and sit there Yeah, and sit there and sit there and sit sit there. there. And the interesting (laughs) thing about that, you know, talking about how you've always looked outside of yourself for that safety. If you're in the dark, there's no 
there's nowhere to go, but within to find the safety for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I had to do. Yeah. And that's what I did. There was nothing outside of me to give me any kind of safety. Yeah. And I remembered back when I was a kid, you know, when I went through, uh, you know, my kidnapping and I went through that, that, uh, it forced basically, I was forced to rely on the universe and God and, and to have faith in that. And that's, what's coming up now for me is faith. Yeah. Unbridled yes. <laughs> joy, faith, and just like throwing caution to the wind. Okay. Dude, you, you got it. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. The, the word that's been coming to me, it's, it's very similar to faith is just trust, trust, just let go and trust same kind of thing throw caution to the wind just let go and trust <laughs> that everything is working everything is working for you and working you know in your favor and so I'm just like okay yeah I okay I because it's kind of the same thing I'm like I don't have any other choice but to do that right that's where I feel like I'm at I'm like okay mm -hmm. then that's what we're gonna do whatever that looks like on the flip side I'm ready okay, I'm doing let's it. go let's go all right yeah. we're down again we're down again <laughs> <laughs> And we're vibing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's fantastic that, you know, like, um, one, the men are all coming, you know, to, to in, understand what this love that is, you know, getting created on the planet and within us and how to receive that. But I think for women, the next step for us, one was, you know, first step learning how to own you know, this masculine space and be okay with that. But also how do you merge that into your feminine side? Right. You know, like we talked about receiving yeah. and, um, not cause to me, uh, need is male oriented mm -hmm. and want is very female, uh, receiving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's easy to get confused with the two, I think. And like we talked about the, the being so void of love and, and nurturing, uh, to yourself mainly, you know, causing that. Uh, and you see it everywhere. You see it on social media you know, yeah. people post posts, you know, about, Oh, do you like it? You know, they're posting pictures about their life all day long coming from this place of see, do you see me? Do you see me? Do you see yes. my life? Do you see me? And, um, it, it really is this thing around well, what kind of attention are you needing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you needing, are you needing validation Are you needing to be received? Are you, are you needing to understand who you are and you're looking at other people to define who you are? Yeah. You know, and can you start asking those questions to mm -hmm. yourself and finding the answers yeah. within? Because when you do, and I mean, I've gone through this whole process myself as well. So it's like, I'm not talking about anything I haven't already done and I'm still doing, <laughs> but when you start finding those answers within yourself, the peace that comes with that mm. is something I cannot describe. Mm, it's amazing. Yeah, it really is. It really is amazing. It's just, yeah, it's mm. amazing. Well, and like I said, you know, the, the body piece of it, you know, you know, we talked about food last time and, and filling that void, you know, with food and choices, you know, what do you need versus what you want? You know, sometimes it's a need and a want right. Yeah, <laughs> and allow yourself to have those things. But if you're, if you're just filling the sadness or the void or the emptiness with food, right, then mm -hmm. it becomes need. Yeah. And then you become overweight and your body becomes toxic and it creates disease. Yes. And if you go to want, I want to be healthy. I want to feel good. Mm -hmm. Then you make different choices. You do. I want to do this for myself. Yeah. I want to make this decision. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, I need to do this because it's going to create some, <laughs> some feeling in the body. Right. Um, as opposed to when you want the feeling 
just organically comes about. Right. You're not having to try to create it. Totally. Yeah. I agree. Well, so we might have to do a part three. I think we're going to have to do another. <laughs> yeah. So we already talked about Janelle coming back next month. So that's just happening. We're probably going to have to do like part, you know, three through 10 or something yeah. like that. Cause I think these things are going to still it come up. It might be the, um, uh, X-rated version. We, of the I, when I was even thinking when you, when we were, you were saying that it popped into my head. I was like, we need a round table. Yeah. We need a couple other women to come in mm-hmm. and have a role a real kind of no holds bar conversation about this of yeah. women who are in different areas, like ones yeah. who are on this side and one who are on this side and yeah. have just a real conversation about, it. I think that would be really, yeah, a really good thing to do. I think so. Yeah. Based on our prior, our very first conversation, yeah. not the first one, the second conversation, the second conversation we ever <laughs> had, you know, being this, we should have just rolled with this one the first time around, we should but have. you know, yeah. you know, the audience needed, the listeners needed a soft Soft inter- they needed a soft introduction to us, I think. <laughs> and the way that we, yeah, the way that we see things and, how, and the conversations <laughs> that we get into. But I think this was a. Re- I'm really glad we talked about this today. I think this is a really important conversation, and, and based on what's coming up in sessions for you and yeah. for me, and just even conversations with friends and family, this is an important conversation. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this will be a to be continued. We will we I will agree. continue this conversation. I agree. Janelle, thank you so much for joining me today. This was really really good. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. And I th- so appreciate you having me on because then I get to banter back and forth with somebody else who gets my vibe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely get each other's vibes. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for joining us. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. We will see you in 2020 talking about what's coming next. Oh, goodbye. Yes. See y'all later.